to the Rockman Show. It's time for Rockman to give his opinions, his views, and his thoughts on life and rock. So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock. Another week gone by. It's kind of crazy. Alone. Friday night at the house. Doing a show for you guys. And uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on in Ragman's life. A lot of weird shit. I uh, I pretended I was a kid last week. It was, it was pretty interesting. Uh, over here where I live in this part of Houston, uh, there's this thing called White Lennon. Which I think spurs from like uh, hurricane, one of the hurricanes or something like that. And uh, for some reason, some sort of New Orleans style get together. So they, they, they shut off the streets and everybody's going to wear white. So, uh, you know, I had a day. I had a day of drink and I was with some friends and I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm going to act not my age. I got a white shirt, whatever. Who doesn't? Well, maybe some people don't. I got my white beater. Yeah, we know you got your white beater. We do. Thank you. So, anyway, I decided to go out and I'm like, I get a couple drinks. It was kind of cool because you could actually take beer out of your fridge and go walk in the street. And I'm like, huh, there's going to be some scenery out here tonight. And I'm thinking too, you know, little ragman's always thinking too. It's like, hey, we'll go out there and we'll see hot chicks. And, you know, as they drink, it's hot as fuck outside still. So maybe the clothes will get a little bit looser outside. I don't know. Oh, hey, if they're not wearing a bra and they're sweating, the titties are sweating, you could probably see some nipples. I'm just saying. So anyway, I'm walking around. I'm observing everything that's going on. I'm not the oldest guy at the party, but one of them. Uh, kind of interesting. I mean, I saw some older couples kind of enjoying the vibe, whatever. But I don't know. It made me realize how much I 
fucking hate somebody's clubs with the fucking dance music and all that shit. And you try to talk to somebody, you're fucking yelling at each other and all that stuff. It's fucking crazy. So, first observation, I see these dipshits on the speaker. It was kind of humorous. There's like three of these fucking dumbasses up there, and no one gives a fuck what they're up to. But they're trying to get the crowd going, like, yeah, yeah, they're dancing and singing and trying to get people to cheer. And it was kind of humorous because no one gave a fuck. You know, uh, I, you know, I think one of them was John. That's pretty rude that you would say that because I was me, and we did get the crowd going. No, you didn't, dude. Nobody was fucking even paying attention to you. <laughs> I beg to differ. Okay, you can beg to differ. Do you pick up any uh, tail? You know what? Uh, I, I did see that fuck out there, and you know, hey, he was making it with some uh, pretty hot chicks out there walking around in the jock. I mean, it's a different look. He was wearing like a white linen shirt with the jock on in the mountain men boots. So good for you, John. Proud of you. I hope you scored. Hey, I sure did, Nicky Uh, but anyway, it was kind of funny seeing that, and then. Meeting some of these younger people, they you talking to them and stuff, and the Metal Munchkin's out there, and I'm and meeting these people, and it was kind of funny. Uh, Metal Munchkin was talking to this guy, and she's like, who's that old creepy guy with you? Uh, do I need to say something? She goes, that's my fucking dad. He's like, ooh. <laughs> creepy? I'm not creepy, am I? I don't know. They don't know me well enough to know if I'm creepy or not. They don't listen to my show. At least I don't think so. Who knows? But anyway, it was kind of interesting. Uh, fucking 22-year-old kid said I looked 32. <laughs> I'm like, you are really fucking drunk. Or it's really bad lighting. I don't know. But anyway, that was my uh, that was my little weekend last weekend. Nothing too crazy. Well, there, <laughs> there was something crazy, but I'm not going to tell you guys. Come on. I can't do that. I guess you could. I'm just going to say... At 1.30 in the morning, Ragman and Little Ragman were pretty pleased with the situation. That's all I'm saying. Welcome to the Ragman Show. All right, tonight we got a great show. It's just me. You just have me tonight. I know you're fucking like applauding to your fucking radio. Or if you walk around, listen to podcasts on your earbuds, whatever. You're just, you probably just shouted, fuck yeah. Hadn't had a solo Ragman show in a while. We got big things coming up the, uh, down the pike. I, this week was just not uh, conducive to uh, have an interview with a musician friend of mine that was going to come on, but he got tied up with some stuff. So, you got me. Uh, first off, I want to start the show before I get my beer. Uh, there's a brand new docking song, and it's called Fugitive. And I'll tell you what, let's check it out. See what, see what we all think.
Alright, not too bad. I don't know. I don't know if it's a production or whatever. Um, unfortunately, I watched the video. I kind of wish I wouldn't have seen the video and just heard the audio. Maybe I would have liked it a little bit better. Uh, you know, all these guys that you know we grew up listening to, they're all aging. And unfortunately, Don Dawkins has not aged that well. He's had a lot of medical issues. And in the video, it's sad to kind of see him walking around. It's like he can barely walk. I know he had some major back uh, surgeries and stuff like that. And he's walking around the video. It just looks like he's struggling. I'm like, man, I feel bad for you, Don. I mean, there and there are plenty of the videos of him back in the day, in my dreams, and alone again, and breaking the chains and all that. You see all that stuff in the background. And you're like, dude, maybe you should have sat in a chair and sang or something. I don't know. I, it it kind of made me sad. I mean, I do realize that these guys are getting older and they're plagued with medical issues. Uh, but, you know, even hearing Don's vocals where he's trying to sing high, but he can't really force it anymore. He doesn't have the power. Again, age has caught up with him like it will... For me and you know many other people but it just I don't know it's sad to see it's sad to see and in my opinion no offense to Doc and fans out there I was a huge one and still love the classic stuff but I think it's time to shut her down uh, especially after seeing this video uh, looks like they put out a brand new or a brand new records about to come out and that was the first single um, it's kind of interesting with the other bands of that era, or maybe a little bit before that era, that are putting out new music. I guess Extreme's getting the most, uh, I guess, pub or publicity over, you know, their new record, especially for the Rise song. Wingers getting a little bit of pub on their new record. Uh, but I don't think this Dawkins record's going to have much traction. Sorry, boys. Just telling you what I see. Um... Uh, that said, I am fucking thirsty. Mr. G, hit me. Okay, so today we got the 88 Brewery uh, out of Calgary. Uh, let's see what this uh, bad boy is called. This thing is called the Power Glove. Yeah, I know what song I'm going to play after the beer of the show here. Uh, Hazy IPA with Motika Phantasm Hops. So let me see if I can find the ABV. Mr. Monkey, will you help me? Uh, I don't see it on here. These fucking Canadians aren't going to tell me. But oh well. We'll figure it out. Let's see. I think it's my bad eyesight. Holy shit. 
8.5. Somebody getting fucked up. All right, let's pour this bad boy. Uh, then I'll rate the label. All right. So you know me, I like these hazies. This one's not super hazy. It didn't even say hazy IPA. It's just a very strong IPA uh, by the sound of it. It is pretty hazy, though. Uh, as far as the label, the label's pretty fucking boring. Uh, looks like a kind of, it's like I, and then the P is kind of like got the pixel uh, in part of the P, and then the A is all in pixel. Uh, the can, our other parts of the label are kind of cool with some like, like trees or something coming out, like uh, silver limbs and stuff like that. Um, maybe three on the label. You know, I mean, the real the real test here is the beer. Let's look at this thing. Hazy, really beautiful, golden pineapple color. Uh, we got a little bit of head and retention. Lacing on this bad boy. Holy shit, that's really pretty, man. So let me uh, get a little smell-rama. Oh, dude, this smells great. Uh, very citrusy, creamy. Oh, it's got a very good smell. Uh, tell you what, so aroma is actually a four. Appearance is four. Let's see how the taste is. Oh, dude, that's nice. Very nice. Um, like I said, very fruity, citrusy. Uh, and just a beautiful beer. I'm... I'm going to get this a rating based off the beer itself and not the label because it's, uh, I don't want to penalize it because the beer's too good. Uh, John, hit the horns. Done and done. All right. Damn, that's good. Uh, so this is called the, what did I say, the Power Glove? Yeah, Power Glove. How about... A little bit of Saxon, classic British heavy metal, mate. How about the power to glory? That fucking cover that one gets a four every day of the week. Get into my topic tonight. 
I'm going to talk about a show I went to last night. But before we get there, uh, my brother, uh, avid music fan, actually introduced me to a lot of music. I can't thank him enough. And, you know, I don't know Van Halen. I don't know Black Sabbath, Ozzy, Dio. I don't know a lot of these classic bands. You know, once he introduced me to these bands, that's where I, you know, figured out what I was going to do. Uh, with my music and started finding uh, finding uh, bands like Iron Maiden, but I think we uh, had a we had a friend that introduced us to like Jesus Priest on the Point of Entry record. So um, a lot of lot of great music with my brother, early childhood stuff like that. So anyway, uh, my bro was like, "Dude, you got to check this out," and he sent me a mashup, and I haven't done a mashup on never on the Ragman show. The Genghis and I would do. Actually, we have shows where we did a shit ton of mashups, but I thought this one was pretty fun. Um, let's do a mashup. Uh, this is Kiss in the Jay Giles Band, and this is called Freeze Frame City. Let's check it out. kind of fun i thought that was cool uh the mashups are fun i I really got on a kick uh years ago when genghis you know introduced them to me i'm like god these are fucking fun and i would like listen to them listen to them like these are fucking awesome and now i'm like i yeah no no (laughs) i want real music i don't want these mashups i want i want the uh these new songs new bands that sort of thing but they for what they are they're fun uh you know this one one and done you know I'll listen to it every time I hear the podcast. Other than that, it's not going on Spotify playlists. That's all I'm saying. Not that I don't I don't even think you could do that on Spotify. I think it's just like a YouTube thing. And I know a lot of people, I find it kind of interesting that a lot of people are using YouTube as a vehicle for music and new music and uh, sorts and playlists and stuff like that. My friend Robert over at Elderson had mentioned that to me. He's like, dude, I just put it on YouTube and it creates my music listening for the day it builds this algorithm of all the shit I've searched up on you YouTube and plays it for me. It's like, that's cool. I get, but fuck dude, there, there's so many fucking advertisements on that thing. I was like, I, I, I didn't ask if you, if he paid, but I'd have to fucking pay because I'm like, I don't want to hear about fucking waffles. I don't want to hear about the fucking guy that has a six pack abs it's a fucking infomercial for 30 minutes. Fuck that. I don't need that. I, 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 my time's too precious. So, not for that. Anyway, I went to a killer show last night. Um, and man, fuck yeah, dude. It had been a while since I'd been to the show, so I was pretty excited. And I got one next week. 
uh, where we're going to have a really fucking fun show. Uh, we're going to Arlington, take the show on the road, and we're going to have a whole cast of characters on the next podcast of uh, just discussing, you know, day one of the Metallica show. If we do a day two, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it will be interesting because we shall be inebriated quite a bit is what I'm thinking. So we'll see how it goes, but I think we're going to have some fun dialogue. A lot of people, uh, Lee is going to be on. Lee has been on the show before. And the Wino is going to make his first appearance. The guy that says the right to rock on the right to rock uh, intro. So going to be fun. Going to be fun. So the show I saw last night uh, was uh, four bands. Fucking solid. Actually, I didn't know the first one. Uh, the first one was called, uh, they're called Better Lovers. And I got to say, I wasn't super impressed. Um, and they're kind of weird, man. They were like... Uh, Doing, they did a cover. They were playing some songs. That, eh, whatever. I don't like this much. It's, it's okay. I'm like boring. And they played Rusty Cage by fucking Soundgarden. I'm like, huh. I like that song. It's been a long time since I've heard it. So why don't we play it right now? Little Soundgarden. Anyway, they played that in not a very good version. I'm like, fuck, man. So I look at my buddy show. He's like, dude, well, what are they done? Just let's get this over with. I, I'm, I'm, I don't need any more of these guys. He's like, he's like, yeah, I get it, I get it. He goes, but their, their like single is pretty fucking solid. And he said they're gonna close with that. I was like, well, thank God. I go, because uh, I think they only have like 20 minutes or something like that. And they were playing when I walked into the arena. I was like, eh. Whatever. I didn't. I, missing them, I'm not. My feelings aren't hurt. It's no big deal. So I'll tell you what, I'll give you a taste of what they do best. Uh, this is their single 30 Under 13. Let's check it out. How far are you willing to Oh, my God. 
the next band that came on is a band I really dig. I've seen them several times, and they fucking rock. Uh, it's We Came as Romans, and I want to say that they're out in Dallas. And every time I see these guys, they're so solid. Uh, they really kind of got the crowd going. And, you know, that's what you want from, like, an opening band. I don't really, you know, like Better Lovers. They're just, they got on the bill. Uh, somebody knew somebody's uncle. Somebody blew somebody. You know, that kind of thing happened. But they got on there. They're like, they played their 20 minutes. It's like, okay, see you later. See you later. You know, I hope, I hope things work out for you in the future. Um, and I, you know, I'm not bad mouthing the guys. Well, maybe a little, but um, just not my thing. Uh, I just generic. But when they played their single "30 and 13," I was like, "Fuck, that's pretty brutal." So again, I don't think I think it was almost too many bands for the bill. To be totally honest, the show started at six and ended around 10.30. So we got four and a half, almost five hours worth of music, which I'm not complaining. Uh, but I think it's a bit much. You know, if it would have just been We Came as Romans starting the show, which they got the crowd going. The pits started, the circle pits and all that stuff. And uh, they put on a great show. Sounded, I think their sound was a little bit off. And I think you see that a little bit with some of these opening bands. But uh, again, seeing them so many times, this time was probably the most lackluster, not because of their energy, but I think it was from the sound. I don't think that they were given the proper, maybe they didn't have time for the sound check or whatever, but I don't think these sound as good as the other two bands that played on the bill. So anyway, let's play some We Came As Romans. And this is actually a classic tune of theirs. And I really dig this song, so I hope you guys dig it too. Uh, This one's called Hope. band to come on is a band I saw last year at So What? Uh, and man, I didn't know a lot about them. I saw them. And I hope you guys appreciate this, and I'm sure you do this a lot too, especially if you go to a festival you're like, ah, what's this guy's name? You know, if, if you see a band name, you're like, that sounds kind of cool. Like the Ghost Inside. Fucking I like that. It's like, man, they sound interesting. 
I wonder if they're any good, so I'm going to go check them out. And that's what I did. Went and checked them out, and they blew my fucking mind. I was like, wow, these guys are fucking really, really good. So, when I heard they were coming to town with Under Oath and We Came as Romans, I'm like, no-brainer. Bought the tickets, I think the day they went on sale, thinking it would sell out. And my buddies were like, ah, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And they got their tickets a little bit later. But I still have that, like, old-school mentality. If it's a solid lineup, it's like, I got to get my fucking tickets. And that was the fun thing about back in the day when we used to camp out for tickets for, like, Juice Priest or Kiss or Iron Maiden or Triumph, Scorpions, whoever it was. You're like, they put that sense of, I may not be able to get in this venue unless... I buy the day the tickets go on sale. Van Halen, perfect example. Uh, we saw the 1984 tour uh, twice. And my brother, <laughs> he worked at a store where they had the Ticketmaster thing. So he was able to score tickets for two shows out of the three. But when we saw them on Diver Down, we all sat in different seats. I think there was like three or four of us total. And that was an interesting experience. It's the first time I ever smoked, Pete, uh, smoked weed which was kind of fun. And I think all of us, there was a guy, I mean, it's fucking 1983, right? So they're passing fucking joints through the aisle, down the aisle. It was like a share system with the uh, pot. And uh, it was so funny. We get out of the uh, concert, we get in the car, we're like, we're all, we all, we're all high or think we are high. Who, who knows? We could have been smoking oregano. And it's a placebo thing, right? It's like, we gotta get fucking food, we're starving, man. So we <laughs> fucking headed out to like Pizza Inn. I don't even know if those are around anymore. But it's kind of fun, kind of fun. Where am I going with this? I don't know, I'm lost. But uh, back to the Ghost Inside. Um, they come on stage and just take shit to a new level. The sound, the energy, the fire. These guys were fucking on fire, man. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, man? This is so fucking awesome. And I, the visual, they had the big screen. And I don't even remember them doing as much of this at the So What Festival, uh, you know, a year ago. That what I saw last night where I'm like, fuck me, dude. I was glued watching this fucking band perform and kick ass the crowd's going fucking insane i'm right in front of the fucking wash bin and i gotta say something this fucking asshole there's a guy wearing a fucking polo eyes odd or what a, what a fucking tommy hill figure shirt and the fucker's just being a fucking moron he's a big dude he comes over and punches me thank god i got a fucking stomach like a fucking tank it's like a brick wall down there i don't even know my friends, they joke. They're like, it's a beer. I was like, well, maybe it is. Thank God for beer. Because the guy fucking clocked me in the gut. And it wasn't malicious. It was just, he was having fun, I guess. But how is it fun to go punch a 50-year-old guy in the fucking belly? It's obvious I was older than him, I guess. I don't know. Somebody said I looked 32 the other day. Oh. So, anyway, long story short... Fucking ghost inside. Fuck the. Fuck. Alright, we're just gonna play a song. How about Earn It? Let's do it. Listen up! I need you to hear me out, so I'll ask this question! 
they earned my loyalty, and I want to. I was going to go back, and you know, when I saw them at So What, I was so impressed. Not even knowing who this band was, I went and bought merch. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to support these guys and listen to music, put on my Spotify playlist. I really, really dig this band, and they do some cool stuff. They do some like um, collaboration songs and stuff like that, where I really, really dig. So. Ghost inside, man. I was like, I looked at my friend Shelby. I was like, fuck me, dude. He goes, ah, oh, We Car was better. I'm like, what? what? I was like, no, We Car was, or We Came as Rome is for you guys not using abbreviations. Um, we Car was good, but Ghost inside killed it. So I'm thinking to myself, and I, I don't know if you guys do this too, and I do this when I see a fucking, like, the. Not the opener. So say there's three bands on the bill. So first band, how oh, they were good. Second band, they fucking blow doors. You're thinking the headliner's going to be shaking their fucking boots. Or they're like, fuck, we're going to bring it up a notch. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder what Under Oath is thinking when they hear Ghosts and Science see the crowd going fucking insane. And they're, they're getting primed. And then, I, this is another thing, and seeing these younger shows, again, the people are younger, they're not fucking in their 50s like me. Uh, when do these guys run out of gas? I mean, I was with some 30-year-old guys, and my buddy's like, I fucking pulled a muscle in my back, and he was hanging back with me, and other guys were just like chilling back. So I don't know if the crowd of people in these pits are like in their 20s. I saw some people, 30s, 40s, whatever. But, you know, at one point... Does a band get the fans so supercharged where they're getting all their aggression out that they just say, ah, fuck it, I'm done. I'll just sit here and clap. Because there's, there's no fucking chairs in these venues. I'll, I'll tell you a great example. Um, going back a little nostalgia, um, I saw a show years ago uh, in San Antonio. And I can't remember, it was in my college days, and I'm not sure what tour. I want to say, um, fuck, I think it was South of Heaven for Slayer. Um, it wasn't Rain and Blood. But anyway, we're at a club, and <clears throat> believe it or not, Slayer playing at a club. And, or it could have been Rain and Blood, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm digressing a lot. Um, long story short, the headliner is, I think, oh, the opening band was Raven. And they were a pretty heavy British metal band, very aggressive, thrashy, that tried to be commercial. And, you know, the songs were good. They were getting their airplay on MTV and stuff like that. Um, I tell you what, let's play some Raven. I've never played Raven on the show. Uh, I think this song's called On and On. Let's do it.
So anyway, Raven comes on, basically gets booed off the stage. Because the next band is Slayer. And out of all the bands I think I've ever seen in my life, Slayer had the most loyal, aggressive crowd of any band I've ever seen. Because literally, I mean, I saw a guy get shit thrown at him, booed off the stage, and I actually liked him. And it was the weirdest fucking pairing ever. It was like Slayer with this guitar guy called Alex Mossy. And why Alex Mossy was kind of like an Eve guy. How's he opening for Slayer? That makes no fucking sense unless no one else wanted to open for him, which I get. So back to Wasp. Anyway, so Raven gets booed off the stage, all that. I think people were spitting on him. <laughs> it was embarrassing. And then after that, you have Slayer fucking destroy this club and then the headliners wasp so say the club's capacity 500 people back then when wasp hit the shit stage i would say there was probably a hundred hundred people i mean this didn't happen last night but i'm saying the loyalty fucking yeah should we play slayer hmm Tell you what, let's let's do some classic Slayer. How about South of Heaven? I just mentioned that. Let's do that. Your incestuous fathers 
So anyway, uh, the last band on the bill, um, and I've been a fan of, I've seen them, shit, I saw them in Houston a couple years ago, then saw them at So What last year in Dallas, and now I've saw them for the third time. And I was excited to see them. And it's funny, I'll tell you a funny story. When I walked in, I look at the merch, and I was like, fuck, I got an under nose shirt, I got a Ghost Inside shirt, I got two We Came As Roman shirts, do I really need another shirt? I'm trying to save some money. Is it really necessary that I buy merch? I don't know if you guys question yourself like I do. There's a whole thing. There's conversations. There are all sorts of shit going on in my mind a lot of the time, like trying to justify what I'm going to do. Because, I'll tell you what, I'll go backwards a little bit. Rewind. Hey, you hear that? Uh, so before the show, I, I pre-gamed at a bar. Met a cool chick with a fucking uh, Captain Spaulding tattoo. So if you get bored, check out my uh, fucking uh, Instagram post and you'll see her t- tattoo. She's kind of cute too. Um, went in there and had a beer. The beers uh, were like $6 there compared to upwards of 17 in the venue. And I'm like, fuck that dude. And I told my friends, I'm drinking fucking water. I'm not paying that for a fucking beer. And then I saw PBRs for five. I'm like, hell yeah, got it. So on my budget, I could afford two $5 beers or even three for one of the big beers and still got a little bit more from bank for my buck and low ABV. So I was driving, whatever. I don't need that. But anyway, uh, I walked by the uh, merch booth and I was like, ah, the under oath shirt's pretty fucking cool. There's a ghost inside shirt that was pretty cool, but no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not spending the money. I'm done. So anyway, under oath comes on motherfucker they took it to a higher level than the ghost inside i was like there's no fucking way they can do that you know maybe maybe just call it a night say sorry guys no they're like game on bro we're gonna fucking do this and they did it they were fucking it was like i said i've seen him twice this is my third time this was the best time i've ever seen under oath and they were so fucking amazing I was like, holy shit. I tell you what, we're going to play some Under Oath. Let's play their newest song. This is called Lifeline. classic and new stuff and i like the new stuff a lot and man just fucking brought the house down dude so much energy so intense 
Again, if you follow me on Instagram, go check out my post. I put some live stuff up. And man, just the intensity. I was like, fucking A. And I was going to, I was trying to, the old man in me was like, hey, maybe I should get out of here so I don't have to fight traffic. But I couldn't leave. They were that fucking good. So two songs for the end. My brain starts thinking again. It's like, hey, uh, Ragman. I was like, what do you want? What's going on? I'm trying to watch the show. I was like, hey, you need to get merch. I'm like, no, I don't. I already said, no, go get some merch. So guess what? I got fucking merch. It's a picture. <laughs> Look at the picture for this post. Yeah, you see my new Under Oath shirt. And fucking A, they were so great. I, and I wish I had enough bread to fucking support all the bands that I love. But man, you gotta, you gotta, you can't have a whole sh- fucking closet full of concert shirts. Believe me, I got that. But try to taper off the older I get. But you know, if I love a band that much and I want to remember, I was there. Fuck yeah, I'll go do it. So anyway, guys, I'm gonna call it a night. It's late. Ragman had to fucking work after hours, which is fucking horseshit. And I got yelled at. That's not fair either. But anyway, I'm yelling at you with the fucking microphone. Oh, and I gotta tell you, next week, you'll get the latest of my love stories. I haven't, haven't shared as much. There's a lot of stuff going on in my life that I don't think I can share yet, though I want to. Does that make sense? I think so. Um, it gets down to a point where I'm just trying to figure shit out. And my life is so fucking weird, dude. It's so much going on. It's so much, you know, this, that, and the other thing with these women and, you know, who's real, who's fake, the feeling here, the feeling there. You know, even the ex, you know, what's the feeling there? I had a dream about her the other day. And uh, I'll tell you about the dream. So anyway, I had this dream. And we're together and we're talking. And she tells me, hey, I'm starting seeing someone. Um, and you know, I think we were at lunch or something like that. I was like, oh, really? She goes, yeah, I'm going to go meet him after we have lunch. I was like, okay. She goes, we're just going to go talk. I was like, that's fine, whatever. You know, we're not together. And she says, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about being friends with benefits. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that. So, if, you know, we need someone, we want to have sex. Uh, then we're here for each other. I said, well, we had this conversation, but uh, we're friends, but there's no benefits. And she laughed, and she looked at me very seriously in my dream. It's so vivid. It's fucking crazy. And she goes, you're not ready. That's fucked me up all week. Um, I don't know why. It's just, you know, it's hard to explain. But it's really kind of fucked with my head. And it's a fucking dream. I mean, I I don't know. We, we, we don't really talk very much anymore. We talk some. And we are trying to be friends. But is it my mind telling me that, you know, I'm not over her? Do I need to back away? You know, I'm trying to start a relationship with someone else right now. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. This These thoughts haunt <laughs> Ragman's mind. So on that note, not to be on a downer, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening every week. I really appreciate the feedback, the comments, everything you guys send to me. Thank you so much. Um, 
I'm going to do something interesting, which I will review uh, in the next podcast or two, once I get through it. Uh, saw on Brave Words today that there's a movie called Death Metal Movie. And it's on Tubi. And I have Tubi. So, go check that out. If it's worth a fuck, I will uh, give you a little review. If it's not worth a shit, I'll just bang on it. So, anyway guys, thank you so much for listening again. Before I let you go, I want to give you one big holds up. Determine who